Evening, everybody. It's nine o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for the What's on Joe, Joe Biden. There's stuff falling down all over the place. <laughs> Cats and dogs living together. Total chaos. Right? I mean, you'll see a bunch of people who aren't here. Well, we do have here Troy McKee from Call Sign Longbow. We'll be back to talk to him in depth after our kick ass theme song. There's Comic Con or a toy show. What's on? Wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. Uh, not a lot of G.I. Joe to talk about, but we'll get to that in a minute. As you can see, we are without Joe Colton. She is on assignment. Uh, the honcho called away by last-minute emergency. So moving up to chair number two tonight, it's Rack Time Rob. Cries of nepotism abound. <laughs> Mostly from me, but it's strange. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little odd. Uh, also joining us, as you can see in the bottom row, all to himself, from Call Sign Longbow, Troy McKee is back with us. How we doing? No applause for Mac Time Robbie Yates. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my computer on my lap since someone took over the family room. Okay. <laughs> that now. Anyhow, um, so, yeah, that's what we got going on tonight. If you are watching us on, on Facebook, Welcome. Uh, go ahead and leave us some kind of reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We do love little huggy guy. YouTube, uh, go ahead and hit like to our video. Subscribe to our channel. Uh, and, of course, comment in the big boy comment section when we're done. Uh, share we're in your uh, social media circles and, and all that other good stuff. Uh, really appreciate the participation we've got. Uh, we are up to 1,010 subscribers. We couldn't do it without you. But that doesn't mean we're done yet, so keep please keep spreading the word. Uh, we'd like to get past that 10-10 uh, mark uh, so that if 10 people decide that they hate us all of a sudden, we're not screwed all over again. So, <laughs> Future-proofing. Right? At least, at least give, <laughs> give us a dozen on Wiggle Room, could you? Yeah. Uh, but that is the thing. To, I'd hate to lose that 81 cents. Right, we're up to a dollar six now. We have suckled dollar six from corporate America. Estimated, <laughs> but uh, that is the thing you can do to help us out the most. If you're watching us on recording, head to our YouTube channel, subscribe on YouTube. That is that is the number one thing you can do to help us out. Besides, of course, watching our videos. And again, we thank you for that. Um, so yeah, we we. Rob, you're you're bandaged up tonight. You you're on you're walking wounded. You're on injured reserve. Troy's tire setup is falling apart around him. 
can't hit the right buttons. We're off to a, we're off and running is is all I'll say. Proudly I, living up to our description as two bit slime tray. Right. I do want to throw out there that currently in central Indiana, where where Rob and I are, are located, uh, there's a pretty heavy storm system moving through. So if things just suddenly go out, that's our show. Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, it shouldn't be. It sounded like it was a lot worse about half an hour ago than it is right now. So it should be okay, but I just want to throw it out there if something happens. So anyways, uh, before we get into the meat of tonight's show, why don't we go ahead and, and get what passes for news? Do, 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 do. All right. Your rack time, Rob, stepping up, understanding the responsibilities of chair two. Look at me, unable to get to the, the screen. Okay, there we go. First news item. Do, 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 do. It's, um, it's this thing. Well, isn't that hey, It's the Cobra Fang from Funko Pop. It's got Cobra Commander in the middle, which is probably the best uh, scenario because he does not have huge dead eyes. <laughs> um, and this is a GameStop exclusive. You can pre-order now on GameStop's website. Delivery date is expected at July 2nd, 2022. Uh, take that with a pinch of salt, because Lord knows nobody's delivery date is what it's expected <laughs> to be. I've been, look, I've been reading some stuff. Like somebody's, somebody's uh, GameStop order got bumped back from July to February, and that required them to give us a, a, a manifesto online about how they would never order from GameStop again. Okay. Probably not GameStop's fault. Okay. Almost almost certainly not. <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, that's it. Um, looks to be a, a little Funko Pop with a, a, a stupid giant head and a tiny copter, which otherwise looks pretty good. Uh, I do. I have the Funko Pop Cobra Commander. Well, they just they just repackaged all those fangs that they clearanced out of Walmart, right? Isn't that what this is? Didn't they just? Yeah, they just and they <laughs> they shaved down the rotors a little bit, and there you go. Yeah, yeah. I thought they just threw them in a warehouse and then lit the warehouse on fire. But anyway, uh, probably it's buried with all those ET cartridges. Yeah. Well, if you if, if anyone's seen like the national news lately, that's that's what's happening in Indianapolis. We had a Walmart warehouse uh, <laughs> go up and smoke. Awesome. Awesome. I had missed that, but I don't watch the news because it's depressing. Uh, Troy, do you do do you do Funko Pops over there in Troyland? Uh, I do not. I mean, I have had a couple come come into my into my presence that I have kept, but uh, I am not currently pursuing these. I decided that that was my cutoff. I'm not. That was the line. Huh? <laughs> yeah, same here. I have I have that Cobra Commander because it was a gift. Uh, and I have the beachhead one because it's beachhead, and that's about that's about where I'm that's about where I'm at mm -hmm. for the rest of the the rest of Funko Pop. We're done. <laughs> I, uh, I I have a Batman. It's on my <clears throat> desk at work. Kids have had it in their mouth. <laughs> it's it's truly an amazing world you live in, Rob. Kids have had it in their mouth, like the head part. Among others, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, fair enough. I just yeah. I just need to know how this is happening. Yeah. Like, do they see that as a challenge to try and take that down? Or, I, anyways. Uh, they just put it in their mouth because it's what they do. That's just what they do. do. And these are high school sophomores, right? 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's it's, it's special needs. So. Oh, okay. Fair enough. And uh, thanks on that uh, for the image and the information. We got that straight off of the surveillance board. Entirely too lazy to look up my own information on a Funko Pop Fang pre-order. I, 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 if I seem a little unenthused, it's because I'm a little unenthused. <laughs> uh, next news item. Doot, 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 doot. Okay, this is just announced earlier today. Walmart Collector Con is happening again. That is next week. That is Thursday and Friday, March 24th and 25th. There are over 60 reveals and orders or pre-orders going live that uh, those two days. Included in the press release was the G.I. Joe classified retro figure Mars, who we've identified, or I guess not we, but the collecting community we, has identified as the Baroness. Possibly more. There were none others specifically listed in, in Walmart's press release. More details are available at walmart.com. Uh, as you can tell from the cutout here, that uh, that first, that female image, could be the Baroness. Uh, we do know that that one, that other one, is definitely not the Baroness. So that much we can figure that we we give we can lead you that far. So, uh, anyways, uh, it it looks like an event where we've already seen the things that are going to be released to us. Troy, you were you were not around on that show, obviously. Um, how do you, you know, what do you think about these this, the GI Joe classified retro figures? You know, I I. I'm a big proponent of the retro packaging because that, I don't know, that uh, that means something more to me. I'm a little concerned that we're going to get uh, Lady J when that is the only figure I'm currently finding in retail to begin with. Um, <laughs> that we're going to get that we're going to get more of that um, because uh, at least here in Colorado, man, that that and Cobra Commander, those are the only two figures that you find anywhere you go. So uh, I'm a little I'm a little concerned on that. I think you know bareness without the bikes probably a, a, a good call, especially for guys that that don't want don't want vehicles or want a more traditional bareness because I know this one's going to be going to be a little more traditionally decoed. So and Gung Ho's a winner. Yeah, yeah, Gung Ho's a winner. I think the the new Destro's a winner. I'm hoping the card backs are are thicker than what we've seen uh, at the the Walmart retro line and. Uh, the uh, O-ring figures, but um, you know Hasbro seems to be doing a pretty good job. I was looking at some of the Spider-Man uh, Marvel Le Legends figures that are on those retro card backs, and that tends to be a heavier stock. So, yeah, you know, the Marvel Legends stock is it's a thick stock. Mm -hmm. If you want to get the figure yeah, it, out of it, there, you got to cut it out. Yeah, it feels substantial. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I I don't know that the GI Joe ones are any excuse me any thicker than they were for the four-inch figures, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, could could be interesting. Yeah. Just uh be be ready. Be ready for the complaining. That's all I'm saying. It's all right. Walmart Walmart's known for great distribution, right? That should be yeah. and <laughs> extreme care in shipping packages. Yeah, yes. yeah. My Doctor Strange came in with a lovely uh, bashed in packaging, which, you know, have, I mean, you know, if I were an in uh, in package collector, you wouldn't have been happy, but you're, the figure you're, was fine. Your GI Joe Retro Scarlet came in so flawless that there was it, it was it was ethereal almost yeah really it was just yeah. clear. They sent Rob yeah. an empty box for everybody keeping score at home. They sent <laughs> him an empty box. We I, I, at some point we threw the box out right. Well yeah yeah I guess I don't know I I was keeping it for a while I was showing it off every week. 
we have lots of new viewers, so I have to recap some of this stuff once. <laughs> but that's it. That's next week. That is Thursday and Friday. So uh, set your clocks for 9 a.m. To, to head over to walmart.com if you're so inclined uh, to see the stuff that we've already seen. But I believe that the pre-orders are going live. So that that's something. So if you want you want the new Joes, the new the new retro Joes, that that's the day. Next news item. We are coming down the home stretch on GI Joe and Espana. Uh, that is eight color, full color volumes plus the free collector's case. You can get the full details at GI Joe and Pre-orders are open through the end of the month. Uh, so we're we're today is the the 18th already. It's the day after St. Patrick's Day. Uh, we are all digesting heavy amounts of potatoes, but it is it's you know if if this is if you're into this book, it, now's the time. 220 euro, however that uh, that converts out. Uh, I believe it's it's a bit more than that with shipping to us here in the states. But again, if if you have an interest about GI Joe in foreign countries, about how it was set up, about how it was distributed, about how it was created. Um, this is one of those types of resources that, that you don't want to miss out on. Troy, you in on this? Uh, I have not gotten in on that. No, I, unfortunately, as you know, I'm barely literate enough to read English. Um, <laughs> and for people who know me, that's not a joke. Like I am, <laughs> I am not good with the written words. So, um, I, I I don't think I'm going to be uh, going to be partaking in this one, but it looks cool. It does that. It does again. Seven of the eight volumes we have on on good authority are mostly pictures anyway. So there you go. That would help me for sure. There you go. That that's what they call the Troy the Troy McKee difference. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so if you're in on that again, GI Joe and Espana dot You got about two weeks. Uh, or two more times of me hitting this promo for you. So, and that's the news. Do, 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 do. All right, that's. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 Troy, now you've been on the show a couple of times, uh, both on episode one seventy one and and tonight. I, we need to grade out Rack Time Rob as compared to to his his peers in regards to his news making sounds. Hey. Mm. <clears throat> I'm lucky I got a voice. How are, we, how are we grading him? I don't know. I, I I think I think tonally he was fine. I think his energy was lacking. I'll give him a C plus. C plus B minus. Oh, you have no idea how my energy is lacking. <laughs> <laughs> is that fair, Troy? Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. That's right. a good effort. Or I, I actually it's a poor effort. He's right, he's getting by on talent. <laughs> I like that he was consistent. It sounded almost the same each time. Yeah, the, the talent is there, but but uh, that brings us to the community calendar. And we're going to go ahead and hit the correct button this time. We hope, fingers crossed, everyone knock on something wooden. There's a Comic Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? Wants to know? Tell Mike, Mark, and Joe. Unity. Calendar. Wow, where'd that crawl up from? <laughs> hey, somebody sent that to us. <laughs> I I figured. I know you didn't do that. 
I, I do not have the ability to compose music, but our fan, our fan, <laughs> Chuckles, James Booth. Ah, oh, there you go. Song. And so I, I told him I would put pictures on it and, and use it for, for community calendar. And there it was. All 13 seconds of it. And as you saw there, um, if you have if you have a show in your area or or something that you don't think that we've heard of, because chances are we haven't heard of it, uh, go ahead and send that to us at what's on Joe Mind uh, at gmail.com and we'll happily get it into community calendar. Uh, we'll do the best that we can. And Agent Chuckles is in the house right now. Agent Chuckles is in the house. He is there giving us a yay. <laughs> so. I told you, man. I told you we'd use it. I told you. Get my banner going so we can, can tell everybody that's that's waiting to find out what's up with Troy here. Who's that dude in the bottom that can't read? Oh, it's Troy. <laughs> He's here from Call Sign Longbow. Good thing he engineers action figures. We'd hate to we hate to be, <laughs> be doing something lit. But of course, uh, first up, it's happening now. Uh, you can meet Joe Colton and remind her to hashtag plug the damn show at GalaxyCon in Richmond, Virginia. If you saw Joe today, she was she was doing her G.I. Joe thing today because uh, God forbid we dress like a G.I. Joe character around traffic. But Friday to, today, she was she was uh, Crimson Baroness. Tomorrow in the early part of the day, she'll be donning her Wonder Woman outfit. Uh, late Saturday, she will be Batman Woman. And, um, and then on Sunday, she is a Ghostbuster. So... It, be sure if you're around in and around the Richmond, Virginia area, and that's a pretty pretty good sized area. Uh, head to GalaxyCon, say hey to Joe Colton, uh, and again harass her to plug the damn show. Yes, really remind her she'll forget. She she will forget. She will forget <laughs> probably the entire weekend, and then it'll become kind of a like a grudge thing, probably. But you never you you know whatever. That that's certainly. That's her prerogative. She's had to deal with this for six years now. So, but uh, next up, uh, of course, also happening this weekend, it's Toylanta in Marietta, Georgia. Uh, that is at the Hilton Hotel and Conference Center. If you're in or around Atlanta, by all means, stop in on a day pass at this point. Uh, but that is also the, as you can see on the the graphic here, that is also the Joe Lanta and Cody Lane Memorial Toy and Diorama Museum exhibitions. Um, Again, it's a it's a it's a big deal. It's one of the bigger toy shows in the South for the entire year. Uh, so, uh, really, you owe it to yourself if whatever you collect to get out to Toylanta, even if it's just for a few hours. Do it. It's worth your time. Uh, won't go home empty-handed. Troy, you ever been to Toylanta? I did. I went. Um, I want to say in twenty nineteen. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Not not long before COVID, either twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. I can't remember specifically. Uh, um, it was it was a good show. I mean, it was it was a it was a good size show. It was a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. I hadn't uh, I hadn't been down to it before. Um, and I mean, it was a good weekend. I uh, you know I found a lot of stuff that I needed, and there was a, a a good size dealer floor with a lot of good stuff. That was the that was the thing. I found a lot of stuff there. Where I'm at is really um, kind of a, a wasteland when it comes for, to collectibles. Like in general, there's not really a vintage toy market. 
um, here where I'm at. So I'm always amazed anytime I go back east to a show because they've always got way more stuff than anybody's got in the in the Denver area. So yeah, it's uh, you 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 have you know natural beauty and things like that, Troy. So you're you're out on collectibles. Well, that's a, I mean, that's enough about me, but thank you. Flat earth and dust. We, <laughs> we're heavy in collectibles. We're, we're, we're currently in the gray time of year. <laughs> yes. Although it was, it was pretty nice, to speak, but yes. Yeah. yeah it's, it's ooh. anyways. So yeah, to, uh, toy Lana happening now. Uh, so if, if you uh, haven't been listening to us the last couple of weeks, Sorry about your luck, but you're still time. Sunday, the Columbus Toy and Game Show is is on, and that is happening from eight to four at in in Columbus, Ohio, at the Expo Center in the Loesch Building. Loesch. Um, we have already gone into great detail on on uh, how you can you too can get yourself some Dicky beer. Um, but ten dollars admission on that one. Also a big, big show. Uh, they do this one twice a year. Uh, huge, 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 huge show. So if you're anywhere close to Columbus, Ohio, um, you owe it to yourself to get out for this one uh, for at least at least the afternoon and and uh, and check that out. A lot of a lot of our a lot of friends of the show will be out at that one. No response. None. Okay. Okay. That's what I, said. Yeah. Things are slowly sinking in, and I'm just going, huh? Oh. Uh, Do it, doing the show with logs tonight, just logs, <laughs> firewood. That's it. That's all we got on news and community calendar tonight. Got a little little happy dancing guy. That's cool. But okay, so. That uh, again, that closes out the community calendar. I'm going to go ahead and, and throw up our our uh, our ad so we can get in a word from our sponsors. The good people at Kokomo Toys. Fingers crossed, we hit the right button. But now I think that extra time has given me the chance to to ensure that that's the case. So we buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. GI Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana. We are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. May have to make the trek out to Kokomo tomorrow just to make sure they haven't been washed out to sea. It's, uh, in case you've already forgotten the extreme thunderstorms going through the area. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> right. Hey, look, don't joke. I mean, normally when there's tornadoes in the area, they're always in Kokomo. That's true. Uh, the, the, uh, the the Starbucks that I always used to stop at with the Godsos did get flattened by one. Like, it doesn't exist anymore. There was a whole, whole write-up in the paper how the assistant manager of the Kokomo Kokomo Starbucks saved everybody's life by getting everybody out of the building. So, I mean, a feel-good story. And the death of a coffee house. But, uh, yeah. All right. All right. Nothing, nothing, nothing for nothing. that? No, we got nothing. We got nothing. <laughs> Sorry, folks, we're crying. 
never thought I'd, I'd miss the honcho's dad jokes quite this much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is your fault, Weber. Tonight, it's your fault. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With your I, I'm sure we are the furthest from his mind tonight. He's probably watching on his phone and laughing his ass off. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, look at him squirm. Right. Oh, that that'll never happen. I'll just hit the button. <laughs> oh, we're oh, knocked out. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh. So Troy, you've got a thing going. I do. I do have a thing going. Uh, it's it's an all-consuming thing that I have going in all of my waking hours. So. True. Why, why don't you, uh, <laughs> you have joined us since episode 171? And if you haven't watched episode 171, by all means, go check it out so you can get the really in-depth uh, grassroots knowledge on what uh, Troy and his partner John are, are getting into. Um, but uh, why don't you give us just the give us the the quarter tour on call you- Sign Longbow. You bet. So we're we're developing a line called Call Sign Longbow, and it's a line of retro O-ring figures um, <clears throat> that'll be compatible with all the different figures you you had as a kid, all the all the O-ring figures of the '80s and '90s. And we're really we're really trying to to dial into that. We want um, we want figures that fit right in with the with the collection that you already have. Um, you know, the, the traditional construction, um, but we've, you know, we've tweaked it a little bit where we've created a, a sculpting buck to make sure that we're sized correctly. Uh, but really our goal is we want a, a companion product that looks great with the, with the figures you already have. Um, and kind of the idea behind the project was um, we, we had some stories that we wanted to tell, but the biggest thing was uh, we had this list of stuff that we always wanted all our lives that we never got from any other toy companies. And we thought, well, you know, we can we can just make our own. Um, and I, I have experience in toy design. Um, John Kukovic, who's my my partner at Grindstone, he uh, he has experience on the production side of things, but he's also also a very talented designer. So, um, you know, we got together a couple of years ago and we started kind of brainstorming and we came up with uh, with Longbow. Um, and it's a, it's a story set during the Cold War, um, you know, during the, during the mid eighties. So that's the, that's the aesthetic we're going for, but, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of the, that's kind of the basics. And who knew that you had the foresight to, to predict that, uh, the, the Russians would continue to be the world's greatest villain. You know, everything comes back around. <laughs> if you just wait long enough. Right. Everything comes back around. Right. Speaking Putin's of, just I, riding that '80s nostalgia wave. Right. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll come back around too. If you're watching this on Facebook, <laughs> uh, go ahead. Give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Uh, give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, please like the video, subscribe to the channel. Uh, last couple of weeks have been pretty good. Uh, only 15% of the folks who've watched. Have have not been subscribers, but again, if you're not subscribed, eh, what gives? Uh, stand up and be counted. We really appreciate it uh, if you if you help us grow things. And uh, of course, remember like like the uh, like the video, uh, comment down below and, and share it in your uh, your various social media 
minglings. But that's not the long and short of it, Troy. Like the the, the Soviets yeah. are the main main villain. Yes. So so it, we've got yeah the Soviets the Soviet Union is uh, is the main antagonistic faction, right? Um, but that's not that's not all we've got. So I've got some stuff here to recap, kind of from the last time, um, for those folks that uh, you know may be new to this or haven't seen this. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what we've got here. I'm going to share. So Matt Rubin adds, "Longbow does sound great, but I thought I'd missed the Kickstarter." No, you have, you have not missed the Kickstarter. We're we're hoping to be able to announce that pretty soon. Um, we are still waiting on a couple of things uh, from overseas from our uh, our production uh, our production team. Um, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things, especially when you're halfway around the world. It's uh, it's uh, always a little a little. Uh, longer to do everything kind of than what you're hoping for right um so here's here's kind of the idea where we where we started with on the production side so we developed a, a one-to-one buck um you know with traditional uh proportions kind of what you expect from an o-ring figure for our for our sculptors that we work with to uh to start from the one major change that we made from vintage figures um, is that we added swivel arm or swivel wrist uh, construction here. And what we're doing there is we're actually making the hand out of a softer PVC-like uh, material. And that gives us the, the added benefit of being able to do the swivel wrist, but it also helps us prevent thumb breakage, um, which, is, which is something, you know, with traditional figures that have, that have always been, uh, you know, kind of, a, kind of a bane for collectors. Right. The zap effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's see here. I've got a couple more here. So what does that look like as we as we kind of move forward? So, uh, you know, that's the buck that we started with. And then after a sculptor works with it, we get something that looks more like this. So this is our uh, this is our GRU Spetsnaz figure. That's going to be a, 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 you know, obviously a Soviet army builder. Um, and you know, he's got a rifle and he's got a hat. Uh, he'll also have a map bag is what we, is what we have planned for him. But you can see like, this looks like a vintage figure, right? So <clears throat> if you, if you have any, you know, core figures or, uh, American defense or bronze bombers or, uh, any of those other O-ring lines, um, you know, this, this looks like something that fits in G.I. <clears throat> Joe. Um, but it's uh, you know it, it it's got that proportion, and we want something like I said that that fits with the collection you already have. Um, it's really important for us that we get the look right, we get the aesthetics right, that it feels like a vintage figure. We're going to make improvements when we can, but at the same time, we don't want it to be so like wildly uh, out of out of uh, I guess the norm with the collection that you already have that it. Um, it's it, it's jarring, right? We want right. we want something that uh, that that works um, and that that looks like it goes along. So um, I've got a couple of figures here. Some, Andrew Falcon has already pledged ten on the on the Spetsnaz guys there. <laughs> you know, old, old American. Yeah, we're 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 thinking that one might be popular. Um, 
So I've got some images here, just some color images um, of some stuff that's not sculpted up yet or isn't far enough along in the sculpting process, uh, just so you can kind of see what some of these characters will look like. Um, so like, uh, this is Boxcar, he's our Marine machine gunner. Um, and, and you can see again, kind of that traditional look and feel. Um, what you'll notice on some of these is that we do have uh, we do have some reuse of parts. We we are a startup, you know. We're just getting going. We need to be very very economical about what we do. So there will be some reuse of parts um, as we go through this line, especially in the beginning. Um, like the first four figures that we're planning on funding with, we'll share uh, we'll share some significant tooling. Um, but as we move through the campaign, we're hoping to unlock unlock some more figures as we go with some with some unique designs. Uh, and some unique parts that we're not seeing in other places. Who who is the guy with the helmet that we flipped? Out? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, let me go back there. So that's uh, that's the Fang Army Instigator, and I should I should add I'm not showing anything on here tonight um, that we haven't already any of the characters that we haven't already posted uh, on our website. So you can go out to cslongbow.com uh, and there are character profiles there. So if you, if you want to learn more about these guys, as I go through here, I'll give you the names, but, um, you can go out and read their, their, their at least short bios, um, any, anytime you want there. So don't, uh, don't forget to stop by. We appreciate that. Uh, yeah, but so this is the Fang Army instigator. Uh, he's kind of a, uh, it, if you read his bio, you kind of get a feel for it. The idea was we took the idea of a green beret as a force multiplier and tried to tried to transmit that into what we thought a bad guy that had a similar job function would do. How, how would a bad guy force multiplier work? Um, he's so a rabble rouser. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and he's got, he's got some cool accessories that we've got, uh, you know, designed up for him. We've got this AK with a folding stock that we're really hoping we can, we can make work in production. We're waiting, we're, you know, that's one of the things that we have questions about from the factory. Uh, he's got a lead pipe here. He's got a Molotov cocktail that we'd like to, you know, paint up. Um, so that the that the uh, um, bottle is a is a shiny green, so it actually you know a glossy green, so it really looks like a like a bottle. Um, what you can't see here in this drawing is that uh, the idea with the um, Molotov cocktail is uh, he can hold it up here if he needs to, but there's actually a channel cut into the back so that he can put his hand through there and really like hold it in a realistic pose. Right. Um, so we've got Lancer here. Lancer is is kind of our main uh, hero character. He's kind of our lead hero character. Um, he's a Green Beret. He's a leader of one of the fire teams uh, for Longbow. So he's 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 got a pretty traditional uh, uniform there. Uh, Outlaw here is a is a close quarters combat specialist. So he's got more of a you know kind of a SWAT look to him, um, and he's got you know a big suppressor on his MPK here and a gas mask. This is Paradox. This is a pararescue jumper. And I, I kind of wish John was here to, to talk a little bit more about, about Paradox because Paradox was really, uh, really came from him. It's, it's his baby through and through. John always wanted a, a pararescue jumper um, in, in the various O-ring toy lines. Um, and Paradox is, is... You're allowed to say G.I. Joe, Troy. It is. I, I know I'm allowed to. I'm just being careful not to. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there wasn't one in G.I. Joe. And uh, the other big thing was um, both of us just really wanted some kind of a medic that wasn't a pacifist. 
um, because that seems to be a reoccurring thing in G.I. Joe. So, um, you know, this guy, even though pararescue jumpers are not um, typically uh, and, and are not active, you know, are not frontline combat uh, troops, we still wanted somebody that knew how to use a gun and could uh, could um, do that a little bit, uh, a little bit more than what you see in G.I. Joe. Uh, let me see. I've got that. These you've already seen. Um, these are some of the, the weapon sculpts that we've done. John and I modeled all of these up. Um, this is something that we can do. You know, we don't we don't necessarily sculpt people that well, but uh, both of us have have a little bit of an engineering background. So we've been modeling these in, in 3D uh, software. Um, so this this is one of our uh, army builder types that we haven't really put out there yet. Um, we're still settling on a name for this one, but he's just kind of your generic bad guy troop builder, right? Whatever you need, your standard kind of, uh, you know, either movie bank robber or terrorist or, you know, separatist, whatever you need him to be, just a guy in a tracksuit with an AK. Um, it's just, you know, you can, you can use him however you need to. And, there are going to be stripes down the side, so there will be two white stripes down the legs, down the arms, so it'll really look like a tracksuit. Um, He'll be calling people bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to get the <laughs> we're, we're going to get the the packaging art where he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and he's squatting because uh, that's a meme on the internet. Uh, Slav squatting in tracksuits is a is a meme. So um, <laughs> we're going to do that. So uh, this next guy is Uptown. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the comic book here in a minute, but Uptown's kind of our new guy in the comic, um, and he's an air assault, uh, assault like a, a helicopter assault trooper, um, a, a cav trooper. So kind of like uh, if you've ever seen the movie We Were Soldiers, those guys where they deploy off of helicopters, think like that. Um, so he's he's going to feature pretty heavily in our comic. Um, here's Volk. Volk is... Our bad guy, our kind of our main, our main bad guy. He's a Spetsnaz major, um, and he is is going to be put in charge of a team that's going to hunt down our, our good guys. So um, that's uh, that's he and he and Lancer, right? If you had to have one good guy, one bad guy, um, they they are pretty emblematic of uh, of the two teams. So that kind of catches us up to what we've talked about before. Is there anything? Anybody have any questions? Uh, we'll 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 let everybody get their questions in at the end. We want we want okay. you to give us information first, and then we'll then we'll then we'll talk to the audience. All right. So clown likes to say that's what we've already done, and that's what we've already talked about. Now that's that's a very small portion of what we're doing. We're to the point now as we have the lead up into the Kickstarter where we're being very careful with everything we get in trying to decide, is this something we want to show now? Or is this something we want to hold back and show during the Kickstarter? So that's that's kind of where we're at right now. So there, there are a lot of more things to show, but we're not necessarily throwing everything out there. Um, we've done panels at Joe Fest and we've done panels at AR. So if you came to any of those panels, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate the feedback, and we've gotten lots of feedback online. Um, like I said, check out uh, cslongbow.com to learn more about the characters, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram in particular if you uh, 
if you would like to um, see some more concept art and some other characters because we've got we've got some more stuff uh, we've got some more stuff on there. Um, but we're getting down to crunch time. We're really hoping that we are going to launch this thing <clears throat> in the next couple of months here, and I'm I'm very optimistic that we'll be able to announce um, a launch date by the end of this month. Um, that's my that's my great plan. Um, so we're, you know, there's a lot of stuff to show, but at the same time, I'm trying to be really, really reserved about what I'm, what I'm throwing out there. Um, you just you should save all of the new stuff and then reveal it on what's on Joe Mai. That, there you go. There that, you go. Like a plan to me. That's a, that's a good plan, Mike. I like that. I like that. So. Uh, anyway, there's we we are getting close, um, and and we're working with some really really talented people. That first Spetsnaz figure uh, sculpt that you saw um, was put together by a former um, Hasbro sculptor that worked on GI Joe in the late '80s and early '90s, um, and uh, that that sculptor won't be sculpting all of our all of our items, but we really wanted that first figure to. Uh, kind of be our benchmark, right? And it was really great um, being able to work with somebody <clears throat> that uh, that had experience with that. And um, you know, sometimes we would send stuff, and then they would come back with notes um, about how how particular things were done, um, and we could we could kind of leverage that to get closer. So that again, that was a great benchmark for us to start from. But that is not the only sculptor that we have working on stuff. We have a couple of other. Um, independent sculptors that we're working with. Um, Marco Byrne from Skeletron is doing uh, is doing some of the sculpting for us, um, and uh, you know that's that's great. Um, Grindstone Toys, which is myself and John Kukovic, we have a we have a really good working relationship with um, with Skeletron. Um, we we have our first figure, which is currently available in their backer kit pre order store for the Robo Skull Mark II, the O Ring figure. The uh, retro trooper, uh, wolf trooper pilot uh, slash Skeletron figure uh, is there, um, so you you can you can you can go pre-order one of our figures right now, even though it's not a longbow figure. But um, you know, same same buck that we're working with on longbow, it'll be that same uh, type of figure. All the accessories will work um, across. So it's uh, it, it, it's been a very good collaborative, uh, relationship. So anyway, I just want to give a shout out to Mark there. Um, cause Mark's been, Mark's been working on some stuff for us. Um, sharp looking figures. We've had those in, in previous episodes and, and the, the mockups on those look great. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about those. Um, you know, as far as kind of progress that we're making though, um, at the end of February, we had a big like actual line meeting, like um, like they do on on toy lines in a corporate environment, um, where we put together a group of specific stakeholders. Um, it was uh, um, you know Ben from Skeletron came and helped us out. George Greeno, who's a um, graphic designer, came and helped us out, uh, and a couple of other folks. And we went through all of our plans for the Kickstarter and redlined everything. Um, which is which is something you do, and we put everything up there um, to to really try and distill down going into the Kickstarter what we thought our strongest figures were going to be, what were going to be the most popular products, um, and we 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 pushed a few things that we thought we were going to have right up front to the back, um, you know, and just and just kind of rearrange things, but we really kind of reassessed where we were at and we decided that 
um, you know, in the beginning, we had thought that we would do a couple of tools and then just hammer away at them in every color that we could to try and recoup as much of that cost as we could, as early as we could, um, and to build that up. But what we decided instead was um, what we think we might might do, what we are doing, is uh, we are going to focus on getting more unique, unique tooling out sooner um, and moving those up in the line. Um, because that's that variety is really important. Um, and that was it, all the focus groups we had done, all the feedback we had got from conventions, all of that was, uh, you know, people wanted unique figures that looked different. And that's not to say that there won't be reuse of tooling, but we're going to be doing it less in the beginning than we had originally planned. So a focus on, uh, on unique parts, um, which we know is important because that helps, you know, those characters look very different. Um, anytime that we can, we're trying to make sure that we have an alt, you know, if we do, if we have to reuse body parts, we're trying to always add a new head or new accessories um, so that it's less noticeable um, where parts get reused because we know that can get, you know, that can get uh, pretty heavy, pretty quick reuse and stuff. Um, you know, so we're, uh, we, we did though, we had a, we had a, a full run of things and we really locked in, uh, the order of our unlocks for the Kickstarter and over the next, uh, month or two here, we are going to have a lot of big, um, big reveals and news coming. So, uh, can't, can't share it all right off the bat, but, um, we've, we've got more coming. So I'm here tonight to whet your appetite for more to come. Yes, we're we're forty five minutes in. We'll actually get to the point of what we hooked everybody with tonight. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good for us. Right. So who <laughs> wants to see who wants to see new stuff? Let's ooh, let's do ooh. some new stuff where I where I don't have to go back and try and remember what we talked about before. I, I, again, so just pretend we didn't talk about any of it. Because, <laughs> like I can't. Obviously, we have no idea what everybody's seen. YouTube sure. is kind of a world of goldfish the people who have seen every episode yeah maybe, maybe what a dozen so yeah just pretend nobody knows anything <laughs> so let's talk about the comic book first so we are developing a comic book with our partners over at broken icon comics um and the idea with this comic is we are going to release this for free as a digital comic uh before or at the same time that the kickstarter launches um and applause for free yeah free. well we figure we've we've created these characters and the thing is these guys very much live and breathe in in my head and in john's head right we we've got a brand bible that's 90 plus pages that we've developed with all these characters and their backgrounds and why they do what they do and all kinds of you know detail and we've really kind of fleshed out this rich world for these for these characters to exist in and we need to be able to tell that story and comics really makes sense but especially because this is a new brand we we need to get people on board right so we said you know what what you know how would we tell a story and we could do a comic but we really decided that um you know we should just give the first issue away for free to introduce these characters right to get to get everybody acquainted at least with the with the base team so we've been we've been partnering with, uh, like I said, the guys at Broken Icon, um, and we have been developing this comic. Now these are these are just black and white pages, um, but obviously we're gonna we're gonna have it full color. Uh, the hope would be that during the Kickstarter we would have the opportunity for you to add on printed copies of the book, and then we would have printed copies when we go to fulfill the Kickstarter, additional copies to sell, right? Um, and we're talking about doing an exclusive cover. 
uh, for the for the Kickstarter. Um, now that would be, you know, of course, that would be a physical copy that would be an add-on cost. Um, but the digital copy uh, of, the, of this first issue is going to be free on our website. So we're really excited about that. Um, it's been great working with the guys at, at, at Broken Icon. Uh, Nick, our, our uh, writer that we worked with, really helped us put together a story that, uh, that gets us right into the action. Um, it's 22 pages, and what we needed to get the characters introduced. but we also want Longbow to feel like an 80s action movie, right? We need a lot of stuff going on. We need, you know, we need that action. We need explosions. We need, uh, you know, we need to get right into it. So he helped us write a very quickly paced story that introduces our characters and gets them into the first mission um, so that you can see these guys in action, um, you know, and really, really, really see them doing their, their thing. So... Um, anyway, this is a page from that comic um, to kind of give you an idea of the of the art style. It will be colored, but um, but this is this is one of our approval pages. Now, keep in mind there are some some big spots here that you may be seeing where there's there's kind of some unused space. That's usually where a word bubble is going to go because we haven't added the text yet. But uh, sure. but there are, there is text there. Um, I also want to give a shout out while we're while we're talking about this to our guys at Broken Icon because they have a Kickstarter that's running right now. Um, so they have a Kickstarter. It's got seven days left in it. Um, and that is for a comic, um, The Adventures of Al Snow featuring Chavo Guerrero. Uh, and for those that don't know, Al, Al Snow uh, was, was a WWE wrestler for many, many years. And Chavo Guerrero uh, was a WCW and uh, WWE wrestler. Uh, for many years. I remember Chavo because I was a WCW guy in the, in the late 90s, early 2000s. So um, anyway, they they uh, have partnered with Al to do a, a comic, uh, one or two comics in the past. Um, and then they've got this comic and now it's featuring Chavo. So that is out there. Um, they just funded, I think, yesterday they met their funding goal. Um, so they have some additional stretch goals that they are going to, uh, going to be pursuing now. So if you're into wrestling, uh, and it, or into independent comics or both, um, head over to Kickstarter and check out their, check out their campaign. Um, cause it's, it's fun stuff. So it's a, it's a, it's a Western kind of thing. It's, it's different, uh, but it's, it's a lot of fun. So. Given the names of of the folks involved, I'm sure it's it's got more than its share of offbeat notes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Alan Chavo um, are renowned weirdos. If you <laughs> <laughs> so throw that in as a selling point, I guess. Absolutely, absolutely. So anyway, we've been very lucky to work with those guys. Um, obviously, they they have a lot more experience on the. Uh, on the comic book side than we do. We have toy experience, they have comic experience. So it's been great to be able to rely on them for stuff um, and and partner with them through this process. So uh, like I said, that is coming. We want to have that released ahead of time or at least when we launch the Kickstarter. So that's, uh, that's the plan on that. All right, so next. Here's another figure. So when we were on here the last time, we debuted a new character at the time, which was Meisnik. Um, and that is one of our Soviet operatives. Uh, and Meisnik means butcher in Russian. So this guy is a VDV trooper, which is the Russian um, airborne um, 
services, right? That's uh, that's their airborne troops. Uh, and it, it uh, I do not remember how to pronounce what VDV actually means. Uh, um, and, and I will butcher it. So we're just going to leave it at that. He's a Russian airborne guy. But this is uh, uh, this is our really sadistic bad guy, right? He he's a nut job uh, and he's very into knives and torturing. Um, and he enjoys it way too much. So he, he's kind of that archetype. Um, so we had, since we debuted him the last time we were on here as a character image, these are the new updated um, um, sculpt drawings that we have that have been colored in for a proposed deco. And you may notice that these, these accessories here are already sculpted up. Those are 3D modeled. Um, so those are, those are good to go. Um, but is this that is that a bone saw up there? That is a bone saw. Charming. <laughs> <laughs> He's halfway to dreadnought. Absolutely. And uh, and we 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 tweaked his torso a little bit to make him a little more distinctive. But um, you know, the, you can see here what what we're going for visually, at least. Um, he's a little out there look wise. Uh, as a general rule, uh, with longbow stuff. Um, we're going to have the, uh, the longbow guys are going to look, uh, pretty, pretty actioned up, right? They're going to, they're going to look like a GI Joe figure. Um, there's going to be some, some details and things, some padding, stuff like that on the uniforms that are, that are probably not real realistic. My snick here is a little plussed up. Uh, but as you could see earlier when I showed that Spetsnaz trooper, uh, especially our Soviet trooper types are going to be fairly historically accurate. They're not going to be 100 percent right on, but they're going to they're going to look much more realistic. Um, and the individual characters, the named characters uh, will look a little more unique and a little more plussed up. So um, just kind of style wise, we'd really like to um, try and touch on different things that different people are looking for right some people want hyper realistic or or historically accurate stuff so we want some figures to to kind of you know scratch that itch some people want really you know wild stuff um you know robots and ninjas and stuff like that we also want to scratch that itch right uh we want to make a fun line that appeals to a wide audience and we're hoping that uh, across the line, there will be something for everybody in Longbow, especially as we move forward. The other thing is, we want this first grouping to be obviously very successful because we're starting the company up and we need that. But we also want to build a solid foundation for Longbow going forward. We don't foresee this as a one and done type of line. We have years worth of stories that we would like to tell and lots and lots of toys that we want to make. So really what we're focusing on in this first Kickstarter is building a solid foundation that we can then grow on top of, right? So that's, uh, that's kind of uh, where, where we're starting out or at least where we're heading in the Kickstarter. Um, so we've talked about Longbow. We've talked about the Soviets. Um, we need to talk about the third faction, right? Right. So we debuted a, a video in December uh, that was just a teaser image of an emblem, right? Um, and from the beginning, we have always planned that there would eventually be a third faction as part of this story. 
Um, and really, you know, kind of thinking of it right as like a giant game of rock, paper, scissors, uh, where each each faction uh, has different strengths and weaknesses, and they might uh, challenge the other factions in another way. Um, and really, uh, the other thing we wanted to do is we wanted to load up uh, our heroes with lots of antagonists. Uh, because we think that we can write some more compelling stories that way and just a lot more interesting to see how our heroes might be dealing with juggling multiple threats, right? Um, so we we debuted um, this third faction, which is the Steel Web. So we don't have a lot to share about Steel Web yet because they are very, very mysterious. And when we debut them... Uh, they will not uh, actually be a known entity to our heroes. They won't even know what the name of the organization is. Um, and that will be something that we are going to share in the comics a little bit at a time. And we'll see Longbow, you know, kind of learn more about this organization and uh, the kind of threat that it poses. Uh, but we really wanted to get it out here and let you guys know what it is because we are going to include the first steel web figure in the Kickstarter. Um, so we wanted to make sure you guys understood what that faction was, why that was important going forward, and how that character, um, you know, might affect things going forward or how he might be interacting with our heroes. So um, anyway, this is the first time we have shown this off. Um, we were waiting to make sure that the trademark cleared, but, but we got that taken care of. So anyway, steel web uh, is going to be our third faction. Um, and it's going to be in comparison where, like I said, Longbow may be plussed up a little bit. The Soviets may be very traditional. Um, Steel Web is where you're going to see more of the tech and a little bit of sci-fi influence. Um, so it will be it will be uh, a little more super villainy, I guess. Um, but that uh, that mm -hmm, yeah. So that's uh, that's um, our other big threat um, that is out there. Um, if you think that's cool, if you like that logo, uh, we did set up a T, uh, what is it? T, T Republic shop, uh, today, which I'll, I'll get that, uh, I'll get that address around and we'll be sharing that online here in the next week. Uh, but we are going to have where you can order longbow or steel web, uh, t-shirts. They've got mugs. They've got all kinds of stuff that you can, uh, that you can, uh, uh, get the logos on there. But, um, anyway, that's, that's our third big faction. Um, if, if anybody's got questions, I, I just keep thinking of this, like how we did our, uh, how we did our panels and shows. I'm, I, I'm not used to just talking and not having people heckling me back. Um, it honestly, uh, sometimes thrills me off. <laughs> it, it like, I mean, but if we decide we're going to behave. I know that's, <laughs> I, I know I nobody's you. calling me names. It's hard for me to get through stuff unless somebody's berating me. So no, we, we did all that before the show. So <laughs> like it's out of my system. Uh, but well, besides most people save that for school board meetings now so you know yeah it, it's different yeah but uh yeah. uh weber will be first in line for that steel web t-shirt you understand i'm i'm hoping so <laughs> like he's, he's i i if he is watching on his phone which is entirely possible um yeah i'll bet i bet he's already searching through t public to uh to to find his way into a double x uh, to speak, <laughs> and I will so, say, uh, the, uh, 
go, there, I go, just, go ahead. I, I would like to say one more time. There is a lot of other stuff that I cannot show yet because we are holding stuff back. And it is really difficult not to just start going through Windows Explorer and <laughs> showing mean, all of this stuff. But uh, there... You certainly don't have to worry about getting the breaks from from our side. <laughs> but so, if anybody in in the viewing public has any questions for Troy, this is the time to start getting those into the live chat. We will happily take uh, some some uh, some questions there. Mm -hmm. So, Troy, the the first wave of toys that are going to go through the Kickstarter. About how many figures can folks expect to to see? potentially available like i don't want to obviously your your base kickstarter is going to be something but then you'll have stretch goals and so on and so forth sure so everything uh, high in the sky best possible opportunity uh, how in, many years would that unlock initial funding let's start with that so what do we have to have at a bare minimum to get it unlocked we have four figures we got two good guys we got two bad guys two longbow guys two soviet guys real straightforward so if nothing else We've got, uh, you know, a, a, a good play scenario there, right? You've got, you, you can have whatever kind of fights you need to have and we're good to go. Um, beyond that, um, we have up to 16 figures in the Kickstarter that we have uh, planned for. That is not to say that we cannot add more. We got to that 16 by cutting down from 24. So, I mean, if things got insane, there is no reason why we couldn't pull additional uh, additional designs out, but um, you know we're you know realistically we think sixteen may be the top, um, just kind of you know based on the way that Kickstarters go. Um, there's also you know it's it's a double edged sword. More product is awesome, um, and we want to make as much stuff as we can. The flip side of it is. Uh, more product means more work at the factory, which means it may take longer to get product around. So there is always a balancing act when you're working with a factory about, um, you know, number of SKUs um, versus, uh, versus um, you know, production time and what it takes. But we're going to start with four. But, you know, like I said, maybe 16 if you guys, guys right. really have at it. Put the um, onus on the public. Mm-hmm. As many exactly. as you want. Yep. Uh, Josiah Alcorn asks, how much are you going to be able to repurpose the tooling from character to character? So we think we're going to be able to, to repurpose that fairly well. The parts that you're going to see that are going to get reused um, are, in particular, are you're going to see arms and legs get reused. Anytime that we can, and, and sometimes it's not always possible, but as much as we can. If it's a new character, we want to make sure that we've got, obviously, a new head. But... As much as we can, we're going to make sure that they have a unique torso as well, um, because we, we do want those to look different. We don't want all of the guys to look the same. So, um, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's it is what it is. Um, but most of the time when we are designing a figure, we are designing it with alternate torsos in mind, um, you know, depending on what we can fit in tooling um, and how we can produce stuff. So. It, uh, you know, we, like I said, we are always looking at doing, um, doing different torsos, different heads, different accessories. Um, and, and there's not to say at some point down the line, even if we had to reuse bodies that we might not be tooling new heads, uh, you know, to, to make something unique on every figure. Uh, the other place that buys us, some um, some leeway that you don't necessarily, uh, get with a traditional figure is 
because those hands are the swivel wrists and because they're made out of a different material, you may see the same arms on two figures, but the hands may be different. Uh, one guy may be wearing gloves, one guy may be not. So even there where those arms are reused, the, it may still look unique because the hand that's attached to the end of it may be different. So we have some more flexibility there with how we're reusing parts. Nice. And, and arms, I, I would assume that arms are going to be the most expensive and trickiest parts to to do variations on. So that, that's a good, yeah. good use of uh, of resources there. Uh, Viper Scout asks, any vehicles or pets in development? Uh, I want to do vehicles so bad. So we are not offering vehicles as part of the Kickstarter. Let me let me put that out there right now. We've, we've had some concept images on the Facebook page. There won't be any vehicles as part of the Kickstarter. We got to get figures done first, uh, and then we can, we can move on from there. But long term, we would love to do some vehicles. There are some very specific ones that we are looking at. Uh, There's some... some some play sets that we'd like to do. Um, so vehicles are definitely in the long-term plan. Matt P.S., do you have a roughly have a price point per figure? We have a number that we're, we're waiting to get confirmation on from our factory. Um, so we are expecting it to be in line with other Kickstarters. Um, what, what you're seeing with, um, with, say, Skeletron or Marauder Task Force similar price range with which within a buck or two uh torpedo 83 long range pie in the sky hopes plans for vehicles you've already answered that or, or, or play sets yeah so we we've got some cool uh we've got a little play set that uh that john actually already mocked up and 3d printed um that that's a real like um uh that we showed at ar um, actually, we showed it at our booth at AR. Um, that that's a real uh, soft spot for me. It's based on a on a toy I had as a kid uh, that we have really like beefed up uh, and made made substantially cooler. Um, but we we would like to do play sets, um, and like I said, we'd like to do vehicles. I you know obviously like if money were no object, I'd love a hind um helicopter like that's the, the you know the one soviet vehicle that, that you absolutely would have to have that's a big one though like that's a that's not a you know your first couple of vehicle helicopter. outings that's a that's a high-end piece so um you know long term i'd love something like that i'm i'm a sucker i really want um some uh, you know an aircraft based on the f20 uh which was kind of the next evolution of the f5 um, um freedom fighter uh, and that was, uh, you know, developed during the 80s as a low cost fighter. And I really want that because um, in the movie Top Gun, which actually I'm wearing a Top Gun shirt, um, the MiGs in that movie are actually uh, F F5s that are painted black. And I really want that F20 so that we can do a redeco uh, for the Soviets in black because that, uh, you know, <laughs> shooting shooting down that new Haslab Skystriker would be would be fantastic. <laughs> Already sowing the seeds of dissension. <laughs> asked, if there are 16 planned figures, will those be available at different tiers or are all of those going to be stretch goals? So the first four will be unlocked at the very beginning and then each additional figure will be at a stretch goal beyond that. So, um, you know, each, each one, once we get to the next dollar amount, the next figure will unlock. Gotcha. Nomads wandering. Uh, the thinking coming in regarding reducing broken thumbs is solid. 
But let's get down to the real important info. Measures taken to reduce broken crotches. You know, we've we've tried to we've tried to keep that uh, fairly thick in the designs. When you look at the vintage Joes, there's there's two main things that affect it, right? There's um there's the material used, which you get uh, different different results. Like um, when we talk about gold plastic syndrome, right? So that ABS plastic, when they would add that metallic to it, uh, that metallic flake to it over time, that that's weakens the plastic and it snaps off. There are other figures that I suspect that is an issue with, even though they're not metallic. Um, 85 airtight comes to mind. You see lots of those with broken crotches, like more than more than the average across the line, right? Uh, and it makes me think that it's it's that um, it's that uh, coloring. Uh, there may be something in it, some some additive when they were trying to get those those colors that may have caused that. Um, but you also see some design issues where the crotch, when you would if you were to take it apart and look at it from the side, that pin that comes down that's on the crotch, on some figures because of the detail, is just thinner than on others. Um, you know, and that, uh, that obviously lends itself to be, to be more breakable. Um, you know, I'm thinking about like, uh, you know, 86 beachhead, 86 lifeline, right? Like those, those are other figures that you tend to see with broken, with broken crotches more often. So, um, yeah, yeah. Our plan is to try and mitigate that by being cautious about that during the sculpting process and making sure that we're not trying to make that too thin. Uh, but we don't have as drastic a solution there as we do with the, with the hands. There we go. I got you a new slogan there. Uh, we're going to the, put the, that on the packaging. Instead of swivel arm battle grip down in the corner, it's going to say thick, thick in the crotch. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Viper Scout asked, uh, do you plan on classic bubble packaging or more of a box presentation? So we are planning on... Uh, bubbles on card backs for standard figures. Um, but what we've actually been playing with as an idea for our uh, Kickstarter or crowdfunding exclusives is uh, that those would actually be packaged um, in baggies um, with a with a bio card similar to how uh, mail-away exclusives used to come um, because we, we want to push those, uh, those, those nostalgia buttons. Um, and really, when you think about it, exclusives are kind of like uh, how mail-aways used to be, right? It'd be something different that you could order away for that you couldn't buy in a store. So, um, you know, that uh, that seems to make a lot of sense to us. So that most everything will probably be either uh, either carded uh, with a bubble or or back. But, uh, strong crotch equals strong playtime, a browser's novella. <laughs> that to share that one. I liked it. Um, they got asked, any airborne troopers? Just pretend one is for me. <laughs> Any airborne troopers? Well, we've got uh, in this first line or this first wave. Um, I don't know that any of our good guys are, are airborne specific. Um, obviously, Meisnik, I mean, he's Soviet airborne. VDV is airborne. Um, but, uh, but none of our heroes are in this, in this first uh, series of product. Not that that couldn't happen eventually though. I, we, like I said, we make want to make a lot of stuff over the long term. There will be airborne guys eventually. So Firefly asks, am I misunderstanding or are there three factions plus generic guys like the Fang instigator and tracksuit guy that are not aligned? 
So there are three main factions, and then there are lots of lesser factions, uh, different groups that our heroes might bump into around the world. So like the Fang army, that's going to be a minor faction. Um, the tracksuit guy, obviously, you can use him how you want, but if you had a bunch of those, that would be some kind of minor faction. Um, so yeah, there's the three main factions and then lesser factions. Got to, well, we say a blowtorch figure. I'm going to guess that that means a flamethrower figure. Uh, you might see that eventually. Uh, the other thing that you might see is, um, you know, we we have an interest in trying some some different things and seeing stuff that we didn't see before. So um, if there's something that maybe with a traditional O-ring line that I'm not necessarily going to name all the time, um, where you had let's say a good guy that had a very specific specialty and there wasn't really a bad guy analog to that. Uh, you may see that in Longbow. We, we may, you may see a Soviet flamethrower guy at some point um, or, or something like that. Uh, Josiah Algorn asks again, uh, so I'm guessing a lot of Joe influence and Predator, Rambo, Commando, Top Gun. Is there any inspiration that we might not expect in the comic line? So, yeah, the comic, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, like I said, we want it to feel like an 80s action movie, but we also, just with the story in general, uh, we want to play with big themes, right? The Cold War was a big, was a, was a big global kind of uh, uh, interaction, right? So there were the main belligerents, and then there were all of these proxy wars all over the world. Um, and that had lots of different effects in different places. Um, so we, we want to kind of play off of that. Um, and you know, there's, there's probably quite a bit of Tom Clancy influence there. Um, you know, I, I love those books and they kind of, when you think about it, even, even when they're, they're doing very specific, small, like team things or individual things, it still has these big kind of like geopolitical uh, ramifications, right? So we're going to be playing with some of that kind of stuff, and and we're going to be playing with the fallout of what happens on missions too, and how that affects things going forward, and uh, the whole way that uh, because it is uh, historical fiction, um, you know, the whole way that the Cold War plays out may be different uh, in in the Longbow universe than it is in. Uh, in the in the real world although there may be some things that are the same that's the great thing about this is when we decide that we need something to be different we can just change it for the story so we can we can have that freedom to play with things um so there's there is some there there is some other influence there also uh, i gotta tell you i i'm just a huge fan of kind of 80s aesthetic stuff i've been uh, i've been binging miami vice um here the last couple of weeks with my wife so um, you know, we're looking too at that kind of, you know, with with stylistic choices and things. And, uh, you know, we want it to feel very, very period accurate. Um, it's not a modern story. It's an 80s story um, viewed kind of through that through that lens. Uh, Rob Vegas asks, any chance of an Aussie character? You know, we've talked about um, and we've developed a few a few international characters. Um, that would be that would be allies to to longbow along the way. Obviously, they're going to be going all over the world, uh, you know, taking it to the Soviets. Um, so I I would not rule out an Aussie at some point as as part of that group. Crocodile Joel McMullen. 
<laughs> uh, along those lines, Matt Rubin, uh, call sign Longbow's very 80s based. Will there be a weapons packs and accessory add-ons for different eras of weapons, even for just 80s based weapons? I love accessory packs. Um, I love the vintage Joe accessory packs, um, even even the ones in the weird colors. Um, I just love having extra guns. It's kind of um, a challenge to see who they actually do match up with, isn't it? It is. It is. So um, we would like to do accessory packs in the long term. Uh, whether or not we do accessory packs that are different accessories than what might come with the figures um, or something different, I, I don't know about that. Um, we'll we'll have to see how that uh, how that goes. But um, I'm I'm definitely open to that um, going forward. All right. So it looks like the, the questions are winding down. If you have any questions, you're not watching this live. If you're if you're watching this on recording, uh, be sure to to hit up our comment section down below. Leave those questions there. We'll do our best to pass them along to Troy or God forbid Troy comes back and checks out his own video. Wonders will have will will never. <laughs> um, but uh, but by all means, leave them down there for us. Uh, I'll I'll plug us one more time. If you're watching us on Facebook tonight, thank you so much. Go ahead, leave us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. Uh, we love little huggy guy. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure that you like the video and subscribe to the channel. Uh, we are just just past the 1,000 subscriber mark, so we'll have a chance to to do some special things with you going forward. Uh, but that doesn't mean we're done growing. So please, if, if you're not subscribed, go ahead and, and subscribe to the channel. We're here every Friday at 9 p.m. Uh, just about. And and then occasionally we do some bonus stuff that nobody watches. Uh, but but it's still there. So uh, maybe you should go back and watch the bonus stuff so we feel the inclination to do some more. So anyways, um, <laughs> am, am I a little miffed that I gave up a Sunday night for nobody to watch? Yes, I am. I'm a little, I'm a little burnt on that one. <laughs> Anyways, um, so why don't we we go ahead? We'll move on from from the questions here. Let's let's go ahead into what we got in. Ooh. Troy, you you're, you're a man of the world. You're a man about town. Uh, what'd you get in this week or the last couple of weeks? Oh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, okay, so here's the thing: the the stuff I got in, I can't tell you about yet. <laughs> <laughs> what non-work stuff did you get in oh let's see what stuff did just I, for you what did i get in lately uh you know as as weird as it sounds i've been going back and buying the gi joe micro machines from 1999 and then there were some more that were kb's exclusive in 2002 nice. and it, it it was the kind of thing where at the time i was like yeah i'm never gonna want these and then um as it turns out i was wrong uh, uh, and I'm, I'm, cool. I, I, I'm, I'm normally not one for the, the, the extra third party little knickknack stuff, but those micro machines were all right. Yeah. And it was weird. Cause I've always loved licensed stuff. So I don't know what was going on at the time where I was like, Oh, I'm not going to want those. Cause uh, I mean, I collect all kinds of licensed Joe stuff, uh, you know, birthday, birthday stuff. So, you know, what, it, all the weird stuff they produce over the years, kites, I'm looking for kite string in particular, but, um, it's uh uh yeah so so i've i've been i've been hunting hunting around for for gi joe micro machines it's not it's not particularly cool but i've, I've gotten a couple of pieces in lately so i mean late late 90s early 2000s that was your heavy booze and heroin run wasn't it it was it was uh, it's all a blur <laughs> yeah that's tough that's tough 
All right, everybody in the live stream is now chiming in if they were there on the Sunday nights. It relax, folks. I'm not <laughs> relax. I do want, I do want people to watch, but I'm I'm not really the guilt is a joke. It's okay. I appreciate whatever time you guys spend with us on our two bit slime show. I, I really do. Um, so please don't don't take that stuff to heart. Um, if if I, I can't just raz the co-host, sometimes I have to raz the audience. This is how this that's how this thing has gone for eleven years now. Anyways, what else you get in, Troy? Oh, you know that that's really it on the on the toy related front. Like I said, uh, all the good stuff I can't talk about, and it's it's all cost substantially more, so I don't have a lot left over for, <laughs> for toys. Oh. It's not. It's not good when when one of your jobs starts starts costing you the money that you make from the first. Job. Oh, that's you know, it's it's just one of those things, and everybody's like, "Oh, go into business," you know, and uh, uh, nobody nobody understands how much going into business costs. <laughs> right. Right. Even even when you're trying to get stuff together for a Kickstarter, as you are, mm -hmm. this is this yeah. is a, this will be a Kickstarter campaign launching somewhere late spring, early summer. Um, just again, just to get everybody caught up, who's maybe just popping in now, um, you know, but by all means, uh, if you have any further questions to leave them, leave them down below, find Troy and company and grindstone on Facebook at call sign longbow, uh, or head over to their website at call sign longbow.com. Uh, see us, see us longbow.com. Longbow I'm sorry. I, I've been, That's I've right. been putting up there all day and I didn't bother to read it myself. <laughs> Because that's that's how things go in the director's chair. Yeah. Detail. And, and we'll, <sighs> you know, we'll continue to have updates and teases and and concept art and stuff on on, on the the social media pages. So yeah, absolutely, give us a follow there. Um, and oh, oh, the storm got to Rob. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think he's just got a boogie. There we go. This, he, the the nose is starting to run here, and I'm like. Argh. <laughs> <laughs> he had to do a little picking uh, no so rack time rob what'd you get in hey well not long after last week's show i got in a rule book a very thick heavy rule book right for the gi joe role-playing game and he did too everybody knew that though i put it on i put it on twitter yeah, but that is what I got in. That's what you got in. The no nothing in the past week. No, nothing. All right. Yeah, we 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 got uh, we ran so long last the last couple of weeks. We haven't done what we got in in a while. So, uh, but yeah, I've, I haven't uh, I haven't gotten too far into it. I think I've only read about twenty pages into the thing. So yeah. We're, well, we're... I mean, all of our other you know Joe uh, you know you know classified pre-sales aren't due until March of twenty twenty eight. So right, there's plenty of time. Yeah. Plenty of time. But uh, speaking of pre-orders, I, I did have one of them come due. My my GameStop pre-order for these two guys. So now we're up to two of each on on Alley Vipers and on, on Batsis's. So I'm I'm pretty happy there. And I haven't gotten nothing. You ain't got nothing. I got nothing. Nothing at all. We watched The Quiet Man last night because it was St. Patrick's Day. So, yeah. That was uh that was a solid five hours of terrible Irish brogue <laughs> after, during and afterward. Yeah. 
just, which I mean, I had been doing all day, you know, during St. Patrick's Day anyway. So. Right, just yelling at one another and and that's for stupid things. I oh, am letting the dog outside the fence again. Oh, shoot the head. <laughs> things like that. Things that endear us to our international audience. Yeah. Clearly, I needed to share. But how, to, how many? How many? How many uh, watchers from Ireland? I I don't know. I, I, <laughs> we we're the reason that that Patty Lennon and and Brian Hickey met each other. So, well, there you go. We've got that going. For You're to blame. No, exactly. <laughs> our fault. All of it. We take full full responsibility for what we've unleashed on the world. And also going back almost two weeks at this point, but but Beachhead number thirty four showed up. So yes, I am single handedly cornering the market now because there's only forty. Somebody accused me of that in an email. Why are you buying them all? You're making them all expensive. <laughs> in, in 1986, th- that beachhead figure, there had to be a million of those, at least. And that's probably not an exaggeration, right? Well, you that, you are buying all the ones that still have complete crotches. Eight, that's possible. 80, yeah. 86, and then again in 87. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Again, <laughs> another another you know couple billion they printed out. Yeah, so clearly my, my 34 of them. My With 86 my, and 87, only the peak lines for you know. My my attempt to to have just some kind of oddball corner of my collection because I I can't I can't do high end because I'm broke. And I can't do mass quantities because I don't have space. So I'm just going to I'm going to get a lot of my favorite figure from the era and that's going to be my my little corner, my little imprint on my collection, but clearly I'm doing it to corner the market. When I get to number when I, when when Beach Party 86 gets up in the 200,000 category, we'll talk. Boy. Oh, hey, hey, A Matthew Payne's toy sample says, "Love the cast guys first time on it live. Hope the chat's lively." It was. It's been spirited. And politely spirited. Yeah. At least what I've seen. So. It's been okay. It's been all right. Um Josiah asked, didn't they make the same amount of all the figures? Yeah, they did, but they sold a lot of figures in 86 and 87. We're talking, I mean, G.I. Joe was the rampaging juggernaut of the toy aisle for, for about five years there. Those uh, were the two peak sales years, weren't they? Yeah. They're, 86, they're, 87, well, 84 was uh, is widely considered the top one. And then there's like a fluke year, 92 or something at the end of the 92, run. 92, yeah. Yeah, at, at, where, where that's the number two sales year. God knows why. Uh, and then there's, but 85, 86, 87 into 88 are real strong ones. You know, even 83 is a, is a real strong one too. So that that's a, just a big window that if you have figures from that time, there's just a ton of them out there. So yeah, 34 beachheads is not, not making a dent, folks. Drop in the bucket. Drop in the bucket. Uh, Diana Davis adds, uh, she has many certain Joes. We know. We know. <laughs> Which one? I, I think I think she's big on blowtorch. Yeah. Doc. All right, Matt Rubin, if, if you get up to Dan Larson's Boba Fett size of 500 plus Boba Fetts, then you're quartering the market. No. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think that's quartering the market on Boba Fetts, to be quite no, honest. No, that's not even close. No. Because, uh, yeah, no. No. Oh, and then, uh, and then my ex-wife sold them all for five dollars total. Oh, oh. 
Ooh, that's why she's an ex-wife, isn't it? <laughs> hmm. Not to go digging. I got one too. That's a matter of public record in Jackson County, Missouri. I haven't used that line in so long. I've almost forgot what county it was. <laughs> I haven't dropped that one in such a long time. But uh, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, no five. If I got to five hundred, no five hundred's a lot less than a million something. So yeah. Anyways, uh, that 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 rolls us into into shoutouts. Look at this, Troy. We're gonna get out of here kind of on time. Hey, that's wow. That's what happens when you start on time. Well, I mean, yeah. Talk talk, <laughs> talk to Miss Rochester twenty twenty two about that one. <laughs> You can meet her, by the way. She'll be dressed as Wonder Woman tomorrow. Be sure to tell Joe Colton to plug the damn show. But uh, Troy, Troy McKee, who are we shouting out to tonight? Uh, shout out uh, to John Kukovic, who couldn't who couldn't be with us tonight. Um, you know, he's my he's my partner in all this, so I, I really appreciate him. Obviously, shout out to the guys at Broken Icon Comic. Like I said, don't forget, uh, if you're into wrestling stuff, go out and uh, check out that Al Snow and Chavo Guerrero comic they've got on Kickstarter right now. It's got seven days left, um, you know, and uh, shout out to shout out to all my friends at uh, at Skeletron and Marauder Task Force, too. So. All right. just It's a huge amount of people. That's maybe the most most volume shout out that we've had in a while you know normally we, we toss that over to the honcho he shouts out to like one person he talks about it for 10 minutes but there's like one shout out in there oh it continues she had my mother's help so, oh. oh no oh wow just the the level a, of, of of treachery here just <laughs> that's a conspiracy that's yeah. It's an onion of treachery. Just more layers. Just the more you peel it back, the more it stinks. <laughs> and there's crying. <laughs> and there's crying. <laughs> oh. Yes, uh, Joe Colton posted a, a couple of Crimson Baroness picks. I reminded her for you. Uh, cue my evil laugh. I, I'm not going to do it tonight because I'm. I am clogged, and if I do the evil laugh, it's going to spit something nasty onto that camera. So we're going to hold off on that. But she she sent a couple art my way too, uh, long after the point where I could add them to the slideshow. So <laughs> it's just 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 right on there. The timeliness is just right, right in step. Just just she's not here, but it's like she's still here. We love you, Joe Colton. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's it's a. Uh, I mean, really, if if I if we didn't if we didn't pick on the co-hosts, then who would we pick on? Nobody at all. Be stuck picking on Racktime Rob, and he's been worn down so much by the world that he just takes it. Yeah. Right. So, Racktime Rob, who are you shouting out to? All right, let's shout out to uh, let's shout out to Mark and the family. Hope everybody's okay. Family emergency. Everything yeah. should be fine, though. So no yes. don't, no worries there. But even still, we're thinking of you. And uh, a shout out to my staff who, you know, despite the fact that work has been a circling drain for the last several weeks, they still keep coming in. So, you know, so then I still keep going in. I imagine everybody likes paying the bills. Yes. I mean, nobody likes paying the bills, but everybody likes it when the bills are paid. Yeah. So pre appreciate them. I, I, the classroom does not function without them. Excellent. 
Yeah, I me says, hope you feel better. I feel fine. I'm just phlegmy. I, I don't want to, and I don't need to share. No, it's it's the sinuses as you know storms move through and it temperatures swinging thirty degrees every day around here. You know. Yeah, at the beginning of the week we were in the high forties. Today we're in the low seventies. Uh, tonight we're back around fifty. It's just it's it's good times. It's 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 March in Indiana. This is what we do here. You'd, you'd think I'd be used to it by now. Um, uh, you never get used to it. it. It wasn't any better. Like, that's something that wasn't any better for the time I spent in St. Louis, right? Yeah. If anything, the, the, the swings are, are the same there. They're just, like, everything's 10 degrees warmer. Yeah. But it's the same. Yeah. Like, everything is, is 20% more humid, but it's the same. So, it's actually, I'm doing better here in Indiana than I was in St. Louis because... It's no little, river. Yeah, it's a little drier here. <laughs> a little drier. Um, uh, not no river that acts like a giant ocean of water. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and there's Matt Rubin saying it's like that here. He's got three rivers, so you know. Right. Uh, Diana Davis has my first shout out right there. Shout out to everybody who's plugging the damn show tonight. We really appreciate that. Again, if you're watching us on Facebook, give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Live, give us a little huggy guy, because we love little huggy guy. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, give us a thumbs up and uh, and be sure to subscribe to the channel. Remember, the thing that you can do to help us out the most, whether you're watching us on recording or listening to us on Podbean or, or watching us live, the, the number one thing you can do to help us out is subscribe. That That's it. You can also check out our, our coffee page uh, link down below. You can also check out the, the What's on Joe Mind swag store. Pick yourself up a T-shirt with our fine logo on it. Uh, as you can see, kind of behind us, in there, in in this in the creases, um, you know, yeah, all that, all that good stuff. Uh, we got the one, we got the one in the corner too. That 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 corner too. We got that on a t-shirt too. That one's sl- get it while you can, because once we pass the eleven-year anniversary, that one's it's out. Down. We're gonna have a new logo. So, you know, actually, we're just gonna get some old Phil Sims jerseys and pass them out at eleven. With a big <laughs> one, yeah. But, uh, it's the right color and everything, so it's great. But yeah, uh, so shout out to everybody who's watching us. Uh, shout out to our wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys. Uh, we'll take a second here and and sing their theme song, Kokomo 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 Toys. Kokomo Toys. Toys. Here you, Troy McKee. Kokomo 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 Toys. Good, good, good job on the good recovery. Uh, but everybody sings the theme song. That's what gets everybody to come back when their kicker the, goes by. The, the price of admission. That's how this goes. You got the thumbs up. But uh, I want to give a shout out to, to everybody who's suffering in the situation in the Ukraine tonight. Um, that is no good for anybody. I, I know it's a that's a real sudden change, but there's there's no safe way to bring that up. It, it's terrible. Um, we were kind of hoping for a quick end to it, but. Uh, doesn't appear to be the case. Um, there's just nothing, uh, nothing at all positive to be said about the aggressors. And frankly, we could stand to have a call sign longbow around to take them out. Um, anyways, um, and, and of course, shout out to, to, to our wonderful guest, Troy McKee. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Troy. <laughs> Rob Rob would applaud, but then this is everything would fall over. So that yeah, you hear another crash. <laughs> uh, a shout out to Racktime Rob, who's who's suffering through with us uh, through injury and illness. 
Uh, a shout out to Joe Colton, who's who's on the road and and hopefully that that she'll be able to come home safely. And, and a shout out to to the honcho Mark Weber, who is is dealing with a family emergency tonight. Uh, everything should be fine, uh, but uh, you know, of course, uh, hopes for his, a, a quick recovery. Uh, to to those uh, affected by tonight's family emergency. But again, everything's fine. Don't no worries. I, it's not not my business yeah. to give any more than that. So I'm I'm being vague on purpose. So, um, but that's it. That's all we got tonight. Um, if you, again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, you can write to us at what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. You can leave us comments and questions below. We're pretty good about getting those answered. Uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, remember, uh, if you come across a fan who is not subscribed to our channel, you are allowed to punch them in the arm. That's law. For my co-host. Good luck with that, everybody. Right? <laughs> I, I should be running a banner right now. Not necessarily law. <laughs> not liable. Please, no. Consult local statute. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> One more time. Right there. Call sign Longbow. Think of the crotch. Crotch. Trademark. For my co-host, Troy McKee and Rob Irizarry, I'm Mike Irizarry. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of What's on Joe Mind. Uh, be sure to catch us next Friday uh, on, on the next episode of What's on Joe Mind. We'll be here Friday at 9 for another team stream. Uh, until then, have a great weekend. And uh, can you know, Hopefully your St. Patty's Day hangover is a short one. Uh, and have a great rest of the weekend. Good night, everybody. Good night, all. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.